Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about understanding the negativity bias. And the reason I want you to have a better understanding of this is because it can really help us to ease our stress and anxiety that when we understand that we are built in a particular way, we don't have to be thinking that there's something so horribly wrong with us. Our brains are simply built with a greater sensitivity to unpleasant news. We stick to it. What's the old saying? The negative sticks to us like Velcro and the positive, beautiful acts and thoughts just slip away like they were on Teflon. So that's the way we're built. And the more we can understand that, maybe the kinder we can be to ourselves. And I had an article here. I will put a link to the whole article in the show notes, but I am going to pull a couple pieces out here because it really caught my attention and I thought it was important to share. This article begins by talking about a workaround, working around the negativity bias for anxiety. And it begins by saying, and I'm quoting here, the human brain has a negativity bias, and it is partially because of this negativity, this negatively skewed view of our world that we experience anxiety. Studies have shown that the brain notices the negative more quickly and more frequently than it notices the positive. Not only that, it reacts much more strongly to negative stimuli than to positive. When our brain automatically, on its own, gravitates toward the negative and focuses its attention there, we feel stressed and anxious. Are we doomed to anxiety because of this negativity bias? End of quote. So I think this is a good way for us to start considering that it isn't always something we're doing wrong when we are getting stuck duck in some of these negative loops. And it's such a big part of anxiety that it's important for us to understand it and to be able to find some of the steps that we can take to go and not be so hard on ourselves and to actually ease our anxiety through this understanding. The brain really does notice anything negative around us. We talk about that here all the time. We're scanning the horizon. We perceive a threat and the brain pounces on it. It goes right for it. And the positive things that happen around us, the things we love and are grateful for, often just slip around under our radar. We don't pay a lot of attention to them. We don't get the same hit when those are happening as we do when something negative comes around us. And so the positive things often go totally unnoticed or we just dismiss them. So the article has a point here I'd like to quote. 
This biased way of seeing our world certainly doesn't seem to create joy and life satisfaction. So why does our brain automatically go to the negative? Does it want to feel stressed and anxious? End of quote. And so it's like, okay, I get it. My brain is doing this, but why on earth would we be built that way, right? And so we know that we are built this way for survival. This is how we survived. This is how we got to where we are. And it was necessary, especially for our ancestors, to be on the alert for danger. We talk about that here. Often I'm talking about the people who survived. Those of you who are here today come from a lineage of people who, when they heard a crackle or a snap in the woods at night, went for cover or huddled together for safety. But those who were just all chill hanging out and not paying any attention, they got eaten. They were gone. Their genes did not go forward. So we are survivors of people who paid very close attention, that were very alert and on guard. And so now we don't need to quite be that attentive, but our brains are built this way. For survival in the past, it was necessary to be alert. And the brain was always scanning the horizon and reacting to all the threats. We continue to face threats today, but our threats are different. And our brain is still ready to act and to react in the old way. A brain with negativity bias is great to have for survival, but only up to a certain point, right? When we, without realizing it, are constantly on the alert, constantly waiting for things to happen, and always looking for problems, we become overly anxious. And anxiety is created by that negativity bias. And so What does it feel like? What are the ways that this negativity bias is causing us anxiety? And so I'm going to quote a few points here from the article. They say, a tendency to overthink things, a penchant to evaluate people and situations as good or bad. And because we have a negativity bias, we find a lot of bad seeing people and interactions through a discolored, pessimistic lens, making us feel scrutinized, judged, and not good enough. Heightened worries, fears, and what-ifs. Prolonged physical symptoms of anxiety, such as digestive troubles or headaches. And now we know this list. This sounds like what we deal with all the time, right? All of these things are tendency to overthink things. I bet most of you out there understand that one, not to mention the entire list that I just read. The article goes on to say our negativity bias does cause anxiety by making us alert to problems. We frequently don't even realize we're doing it as the brain's constant scans run subconsciously in the background under our conscious awareness. This can result in a vague anxiety that seems impossible to eliminate. So let's look at some of the ways that your negativity bias 
understanding it and being able to change this negativity bias can help you to lower your anxiety. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The anxiety caused by our brain, you know, and this whole negativity bias can be really entrenched. Obviously, it's been with us for a long, long time. But once we can bring our awareness to it, we can be seeing what our own tendency is to find the negativity or interpret people in situations negatively. And we can become more able to reduce the anxiety that's associated with those thoughts. Here's a quote from the uh, article. It says, some pointers here to help you change your negativity bias and lower your anxiety are notice what you notice. Keep track of what you're paying attention to. What is negative? Listen to your thoughts, especially when you're experiencing anxiety to see what negative messages you've been blasted with. Next, problem solve when things are truly negative by developing an action plan to deal with it. Intentionally take note of what's right in order to train your brain to expand its worldview. And finally, keep a gratitude journal to teach your brain that there are good things to pay attention to and that not everything is dangerous end of quote. I really like this list because the first one there to journal what you notice would be a great thing. Notice what you notice and I'm saying journal it. Do this for two or three days and this will really help you begin to have the habit of awareness. I also think that journaling or logging these thoughts that they were talking about here that are being blasted to you You know, see if you can log these along with the noticing what you notice and to see if these are reoccurring, these kind of blasted messages. 
And this piece about problem solve, action really prevails over anxiety. So I believe that action is the antidote to anxiety. So I want you to find things that are problems, that maybe your brain is seeing the negative in something, right? Is there a problem and can you take some action that will really help you to not feel helpless and being taken over by anxious thoughts? You know, I also like you to think about it as, um, you know, expanding your, your worldview that they talked about here, training your brain to see the positive so that you can ha- expand your worldview. I think this is like riding a horse. And if the horse is not super well trained, like perhaps our brain, and it is distracted by something and wants to go in a different direction than you want it to go in, we need to be taking the reins. You need to take the reins and teach the horse or teach your brain to go in the direction of your choosing, which would be toward the positive or toward taking action if there was a negative. And finally, they talked about the gratitude journal. Of course they did. Yes, there it is again, the gratitude journal. This is so important to us. And I wanted to share with you that yesterday we had our group coaching call on Zoom, and one of the members talked about how he actually started his gratitude journal and the big difference that he is seeing in his thinking from starting that gratitude journal of writing down three to five positive things that are gratitudes to him, things that he is grateful for in his life and how it is changing his world view. I think this is so awesome to hear. And I thank you so much for sharing that with us on the call yesterday, because like I mentioned on the call, we often talk about, yes, that we all know the gratitude journal. Yes, yes, yes. And we think about it. We know about it. We understand it. We know why it might work. But are we doing it? We have to actually take the action to do it and not do it once or do it three times, but do this every day. Build this habit that will help you to not see the world so negatively. This will so help with the negativity bias. This naturally ingrained negativity bias can cause us a lot of grief. It can cause us to feel anxious. Just because the brain is naturally leaning toward negativity, which it is, doesn't mean that we have to let ourselves go there and go down the wormhole. It's possible for us to overcome this anxiety causing negativity by taking small steps. And again, we laid them out here, things that we can do every single day to train the brain, just like a rider would train the horse. It takes practice and we can find and respond to the positive and really ease our anxiety. I hope that this show has been helpful for you today. It's amazing to me how easy it is to just take in information, to just hear it, and to feel good. Like, we've all done this. We hear it. We understand it. 
but are we taking the steps necessary to make ourselves have new positive habits in our life? I hope that you will make some changes and maybe you'll grab a journal and get started today. And now for today's quote. Negativity is an addiction to the bleak shadow that lingers around every human form. You can transfigure negativity by turning it toward the light of your soul. And that's from John O'Donohue. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.